Say again now. What? What? Because of because of Netflix or something, or because of the shows? Yeah, because of different shows or whatnot that they saw during COVID. That sometimes some of these shows inspired them to take up. Uh, right. How simple. How Stranger Things uh, blew up the D and D craze. There's a Stranger Things edition box set for eight, for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, which I laugh about because in the first one they barely even played D and D. But the fact that he did it now, it's all like, oh my god, let's play D and D like pencil and paper. We don't need our phones. I watched the first one. First season. The first season. Okay. I didn't. I, I wasn't all that. I just wasn't all that impressed. Enough to like want to watch season two. Um, if anything, I kept thinking after a while, I'm like, can we like get to it already? It's taking forever for them to all like get together and do the Scooby Gang thing. And now let's see how far jump they're gonna for the next season of Stranger Things because all the kids are getting older and their bodies are changing. So, I don't know if it's Leon gonna be set in the early larger. 90s or what, yeah, yeah. Mm. Leon's getting larger, mm-hmm. yes. Leon's getting larger. Like I said, I haven't watched past season one of Stranger Things. I never watched so. it. I heard people are like, oh, yeah, it's so cool. There's 80s references, Mike. And I was like, just because there's 80s references doesn't mean I'm going to like it. That's another one of those shows where Netflix was in that mode of kind of like that. Hey, we're giving you 13 episodes. And really, reality, you could have done this in 10. Yeah, Pat, they're fillers, they, yeah. Maybe maybe even eight, and and people are like, "Oh no, it's good to have all that extra exposition." And I'm just like, "I don't even know why this needed to be here." This, you know, it's like, well, they're probably setting up for future seasons. Great, I'm bored as fuck. <laughs> can can we get on with it by now? Already? Well, it's have world you... building, it's character building, it's yeah, uh, but the, not every episode has to advance the narrative. Well, okay, so here's... See, this is the thing I laugh about. We went through a period of time where it was like, okay, you've got these shows where it's like, okay, we're going to do this world world building. And they would all, like, write where it was like there are entire episodes of filler. Okay? And people were like, well, be that? well that's how you do world building. That's how it's done. This, you need the filler to create world building. And then along came, like, The Boys and The Mandalorian. And, like, they world-built, and they didn't need a lot of filler. And they did it in a good way. And they did it in a good way, and they Mm -hmm. didn't need filler at all. And now I kind of look at some of these shows where it's, like, like all the Netflix Marvel stuff. God. Ah, those were days, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, I, I at the time I was like, God, so much filler, and it's like now it's even worse. Now I laugh even harder because it's like, especially with the new Marvel stuff, where you're like, okay, there's still some filler episodes, but yeah, did not you feel like, like there the was Netflix. a filler episode in uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? I think there were. I think they could have cut one out, one episode out. Yeah, I think there was one, and yeah. I do feel like episode one after the the first episode after the. Um, after the big scene at the beginning with him and the and the helicopter and all that stuff, I do feel like there was a lot of that episode where it was like, 
this feels like it's just kind of here and it's not going anywhere. And it took, and then after it was funny because obviously they brought it back later, but it's like I did feel like it was kind of like, okay, I do feel like we've just had a whole bunch of filler here mm. that I don't know that we needed, but okay. Um, yeah, some people would say there was a filler episode of The Mandalorian. I think like the Prison Break one uh, with um, what's his name the the oh, comedian guy. Yeah, the the jailbreak. That one oh, was kind of yeah. that one kind of a, was unnecessary. Maybe, but you know what? I still didn't. Okay, that if that's filler, I'm okay with that kind of filler. Yeah, you know, I I, I just um, I um, mean. In comparison to some of the stuff, like, okay, so I guess we'll go right to it since Ivan, Ivan's not here yet, which is, so, look, I, so Jupiter's Legacy apparently is not going to get renewed at Netflix, and that's pretty, pretty much a done deal, and I laugh because it's like, I found it more interesting in having less filler than something like, and I'm going there, which is the Umbrella Academy. Now, I didn't watch season two. I only watched season one, but there was a ton of filler in season one. And I watched the opener for season two, and I was just like, I can't do it. They're going to do the same fucking thing again. It's the exact same thing, except a little bit different with some with some other takes. And it's like, okay, so that really in reality, by the end of season two happens, we're going to do the same shit over again. And then we're going to have a season three. And I'm just kind of like, no, no, I'm not doing this again. Uh, and and there because there was too many fillers in the first season, and now we're gonna have a whole bunch of filler to get them through the second season. No way, forget it. And and so to me, I kind of laughed that that's getting a season three, but but you're not gonna give Jupiter's Legacy a season two. You're not even gonna give it an opportunity to try. Yeah, Netflix has a bit of gambling money. Let it grow. Yeah. Let it get some legs. Maybe get some but, online uh, interest. Well, and and that's the part that's interesting is so there's two things to it, which is one. So Mark Miller has made a comment. I guess they're already working on some other project, and he's talked about another project where he thinks he might be able to bring the Jupiter's Legacy back through as a different and, and through a different project possibly, and that universe through a project. The other thing that's interesting is so after they announced they're getting rid of Jupiter's Legacy. The number one show tracked last week. <laughs> you never guess what it is. Get, take a while, guess. Um, Bruce Legacy. Uh, oh yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I don't know. The only thing I can say is I wonder if the timing was bad. And when I say the timing is bad, is so now Jupiter's Legacy comes out after. You know, Jupiter's Legacy comes out. After the two Marvel shows, and because there were some things that were more of an R-rated nature, for some strange reason, people kept on wanting to compare it to The Boys, and it's not The Boys. It's a very different type of show, and it's a very different type of feel and look and direction and different type of layering, but I kept hearing people be like, this show is too cerebral. It doesn't move fast enough. It's not, and and I just feel like people wanted it to be the boys, and it's not the boys, 
or the answer to this was this was supposed to be Netflix answers to the boys. And it's like, uh, was that really what was going on? Because I guess that was just maybe that was just a Hollywood expectation. I have no idea. All I know is I'm just like, mm, I feel bad because I think it I think it's I think it was good enough to deserve another shot. Mm, you know, well, I don't, who knows? Maybe in a few months they might get enough traction to say, okay, we've changed our minds. You've thrown enough money at us. You're st- streaming the show like crazy, and maybe you'll get a second season. Maybe. I don't think they will because they supposedly released already actors for the for about whether or not about a possible season two. So we'll, we'll see. I just think it's interesting because, again – you know, Netflix signed a pretty lucrative deal with Mark Miller, with Mark Miller to create. He's on another. He's on to other things, maybe. Right. Well, he's, I mean, that's the other thing. He's on to other things for Netflix already. But yeah. it, but it is interesting because it's like, okay, this is the first project from Miller to go to air to Netflix, and it's gonna. All right, it's already done, and we're kicking it out the door. And I, I don't know. I just think it's interesting because you, you signed a big content deal with this person and you're already really ready to axe. We've already dumped his first project. You already dumped his first project without giving him an option for a season two to see if he can correct to at least at that point correct some of the problems that people may have had with it to increase ratings. So I either that or the project was expensive enough that their thought process was, yeah, no, thanks. Move on to another project. Let's see if the other one hits. I, I don't know. I, I just find it interesting, especially because I look at something like Umbrella Academy and I'm like, I don't know. Like I said, I, again, I will admit, I'm basing a lot of my feeling on Umbrella Academy from watching season one. And if I'm comparing and contrasting the two shows, I'm like, you know, if you sat there and said, which show deserves another shot? I don't think it'd be an Umbrella Academy, but that's me. So, hmm. like, well, we'll see. Maybe down the line, but and meanwhile, then fine, let it, then let it rest. Maybe it might I get guess. traction. It might get traction another day, or who knows? Maybe in a year till we we'll get a movie or something instead of a, another season. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I saw some possible. comments. I saw some comments from Miller about maybe finding other ways to bring it back and revisit it down right, the road. Right, so, Like I said, a, like so, a movie or something, not didn't have to be uh, like a season. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Although, you know, Josh Demel looking like some sort of hot, sec- sexy Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, he posted was, sexy uh, Santa when you're... Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that costume is such where it's like it does kind of look like every girl Santa has fantasy, so there you go. Um, yeah, I'm trying to... So yeah, that's. I don't know. To me, I thought that that's, was interesting. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas does not. I don't have any kind of fetish at Christmas. Mm. Like you know, like sexy elf costumes or anything like that for like chicks. Not it. Don't do that for me. I don't know. No, not not uh, not for me. Christmas does not at all say like, "Hey, babe." No, I don't. Uh, because I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm a big kid. So let's see what else. Weather news. Yeah, lots, lots of news this week. Yeah, kind of a, 
you know, kind of a all kinds. Of, we could, I mean, depends. What are we talking about? Real news? Or are we talking about wacky news? Since we don't our, do news of the squared. Our, well, yes. Rest in peace, news of the squared. Uh, you posted one a few days ago with a, a set photo of Zachary Levi uh, in the new Shazam yeah. costume, and that looks better. I mean, it doesn't look like it doesn't look puffy like the first one. Just kind of like it, was, it looked like it was so padded. Like the first Can costume, I... not complaining, but I mean, I like the first Shazam movie, but this costume is definitely an improvement. Um. I I was entertained by the first Shazam movie. Yeah, I took it at face value. It was it was fine. Yeah, I mean it's definitely more towards kids. I'm curious how that plays out. Where I think The Rock is involved in this movie, I'm not positive on it. Or if it ties into the uh, Black Adam. Right, I could be wrong. Maybe maybe they're doing Mr. Mind. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Which you know. Uh, although they, I, in fairness, they did set up more towards Mister Mind, but you know, I thought maybe there might be the Rock in this. There, and, and again, there was all these rumors about that we might see Henry Cavill as Superman in this, but I don't think that's happening either. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I think I don't know. Like I said, there I, there are some things near the back end of, of the movie that I was like, eh. like I, I feel like they. They made the other ones parts of the Marvel family too soon. I think that's the problem I had. It's like suddenly everybody's a Marvel. I'm a Marvel. You're a Marvel. Wouldn't you like to be a Marvel too? Yeah, all, uh, all you know the rest, all the other uh, orphans, or Shazam, I should say. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Alex Ross still posts pictures of him as you know captioning Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's such a technically weird they're thing. both yeah. It, it is confusing to some people. But yeah, it's he's, such uh, a weird thing. So how, I, I, to me, the part that's weird is I can't figure out how the life of me, how the older character is no the older of the two characters is now Shazam, not Captain Marvel. That's the part I can't think. And of. in I, the Marvel I, continuity, it's no longer a dude for, for right. decades. Well, Captain Marvel was yeah. a dude. Well, and it was Marvel, not Marvel. Right. Okay. And right. then. There was Miss Marvel, and now Miss Marvel doesn't exist. Yeah, Miss like, Marvel. Like, yeah, that's that's Kamala Khan. Oh, that's right. They they eventually brought that back. But it's confu- I need and we need a flowchart. <laughs> it's not so much we need a flowchart. I forgot that they have now actually give us a, gave us a Miss Marvel. Yeah, but at one point they basically merged the two and basically made a Carol Danvers. Yeah, and said there is one Captain Marvel. There's a cap. There's a Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, boom, same character. And, and by the way, P.S., I still have no understanding of how everything we know about Carol Danvers from the 80s that resulted in how Rogue becomes an, gets her powers and eventually becomes an X-Men works at all in her current um, comic book storyline. No, I don't think I, it does. I, I, they're, I, they're just ignoring that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know, and I, I don't have a good answer for it, Mike. Um, I'm curious as to whether or not, now that they own... The X-Men. Yeah, now that they own the rights if, to the X-Men... If, if Rogue's going to come in and uh, see see about that. <laughs> well, and, and so here's the interesting... Now, now, so here's the interesting thought. We keep wondering how you bring the X-Men into things, and... 
you know, there's a, there's always been this talk about what if you could do Avengers versus X Men as a, as a, as a, as a movie. Well, what if Avengers versus X Men was based around that whole situation where Rogue pretty much drains, yeah, depowers, yeah, pretty much depowers Carol Danvers, and then eventually finds the uh, finds her way and becomes one of the members of Xavier's family. At, at at the at the school for the gifted mutants with the X Men, and the Avengers go out for, and and the Avengers find out. Now that would be an interesting way of of having them go at each other's throats. And the real trick, the real question is who's the real villain there? But yeah, so that can be broached another time and place. But yeah, uh, maybe yeah. Once the X Men are fully uh, integrated into the MCU, yeah. I mean, I think that's the other question. That's the other interesting question. How how long do we think it's going to be until we see another X Men movie? There's no I mean, plans. I don't know. It's, it's, There's no plans not, in this uh, current lineup, like leading right. up to 2024 or whatever it is. They've mapped right, out the like movies. The, right, just like there's no plans for an Avengers movie anytime soon either. Well, I mean, without um, without Cap or without Steve Rogers and Tony Stark and and Thor's doing his thing in space, and Bruce Banner's seemingly retired after who knows if after the events of Endgame, if we're going to get another Avengers, or will there be something else? If there is going to be another Avengers team team up down the line, I mean they had a big. Um, I mean like Endgame was like that's why we had that big final credits thing with the big six, you know, the introducing um, all the heroes, and then they had the big thing for for uh, the original six Avengers. At the end of Endgame, because I'm tight, and yeah, well, that was that sounds like it was kind of like a, okay, goodbye Avengers. Maybe we'll come back again, maybe someday. But I don't maybe. think we're gonna get one uh, in a, for a while, a long while. I don't know because I keep. Well, I think one of the problems that that stymies a lot of it is, I think there was definitely a working thought process of where the Avengers at that point would be. Carol Danvers, T'Challa, Doctor Strange. You know, it sounds like you might be able to get Chris Holmesworth to come back. You probably could get Ruffalo to come back. Okay. Or and whoever's going to play um, um, She-Hulk. And of course, um, maybe Sam then, Wilson. Well, I, I, okay, at the time there was no thought about Sam Wilson. No, there wasn't, no. But, but, but... You know, I think really they kind of looked at the idea of Black Panther, Doctor Strange, right, and Captain Carol Marvel, Carol Danvers, yeah, and, that... and, 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 and Spider Man. Because right. I think they thought that they, I think they, you know, they, I don't remember. I think they have one more. Um, of course, we had Ant Man. Right. Well, yeah, but again, I think that their core thought was to build around those four characters. Right. Right. Because they're the most and, powerful. Right, and or they're their most popular, more powerful, and hey, you know what? We're going to be able to pull off of that, and 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 hey, this would work, and you know, hey, for all we know, maybe they had plans that the new Avengers headquarters was going to be in Wakanda, which would yeah. have been interesting. Yeah, now, I'll be honest, that would have been an interesting idea. Yeah, that'd be cool. Is to put the new Avengers headquarters in Wakanda instead of putting it in America for once. Um, especially because you could have built it. Oh, wow. The idea of an Avengers headquarters in, in Wakanda 
Wow. That would have been pretty that. cool. Wow. That, what, what would that look like? Wow. Hey, by the way, did you see any of the video of, like, this Avengers Heroes Land that's happening? This theme park Disney? or whatever it's going on? Yeah, no. within Disney? No. Oh, I only watched, like, the first seven minutes. I'm excited. This thing looks amazing. I mean, it looks really incredible. I mean, as it is, it's, like, literally... It's like the upstate, it looks like the upstate New York Avengers headquarters. And there's literally a Quinjet on the top. And I'm just like, that's what I'm talking about right there. Neat. And then they were showing things where it's like, they'll have like a Spider-Man who's like flying or is like there. And he won't, he won't just like be shaking hands. Like literally they have it where like he can like bound from one building to the next, which is kind of amazing. Isn't that one of those robot um, stunt doubles we talked about like last year, two years ago? I don't Isn't know. It? I think they're talking about a real stunt double for oh, that. Oh, it's a real, real stunt guy. Okay, cool. Yeah, I guess they have, like, a real way to do that. And and then they had, you know, one I got a chance to see was some sort of interactive, some sort of interactive game where you go in and you, you help Spider-Man stop some bots that he created um, on accident that decided to do go too far. Um, but there, there are some other things that happened there, and... Like I said, I only got a chance to look at the first seven minutes, but it was intriguing enough for me to go, okay, maybe I need to like find my way to like California or when they build the one in Florida because this is uh, this looks interesting. Marvel Land, yeah, so to speak. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah we we they did tease it, but they, do, they it's launched, and this might be a good way to get. Uh, feet in the theme parks now that we're over the whole virus thing right well and that's the reason by the way I think at some point we get a more we get another Avengers movie is when you literally you know when you're building a head when you're literally building the headquarters of the Avengers in your theme park I don't think that you're you know that's a long term investment you yeah. know that's not that's not okay we're going to take this down sometime later and then rebuild it. You know, that's that's not how that works. Like, oh, okay, now we're more involved in Xavier's mansion. No, that's a add-on to whatever they do. You know, you get the idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I, what I, other like news I said, do we have? Uh, we got a, caught a glimpse of uh, Ruffalo on the set of She-Hulk. So, he's, like I said, it was a... Uh, Thor looking, Thor looking Jack from the end of yeah, uh, they filming. Filmed, in, uh, they finished filming uh, Love and Thunder. Or yeah, something. Yeah, looking absolutely Jack. Yeah, so no more. he's like totally skipped leg day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> guess guess no more fat Thor. So. Nope, no more. Nope. He's uh, he's he's on the straight and narrow. He's he's righted the wrong. He's felt some sense of redemption i think that's too bad i think it would have been interesting to start with him as fat thor and then go from there but that's that's me hmm. um I, I think that would have been interesting and i think it'd be fun especially because i think you know natalie portman could have fun with her, like kind of let yourself go yeah whoops oh well. or she could see well i saw the pictures of the uh, or might might have heard or something 
who knows? We don't know. For all we know, he, you know, he, well, he was stuck in that new Asgard village, just kind of languishing, uh, drinking beer and eating all day. So. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, Michael Keaton's uh, Batman costume was teased. Yep. Uh, in the in the Flash with Ezra Miller. This is cool. This is what they should have done, like, 20 years ago. <clears throat> Although, you know, it's only been, well, yeah, it's been 30, 32 years since the 89 Michael Keaton Batman. And we thought, oh, yeah, we'll get, like, a, he'll do, <laughs> he'll do all of them. And he's like, nope, he was done after the second one, so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it's cool to see Keaton, of course, uh, back as uh as Batman, yeah, he's uh, he's he's Batman. I'll I'll be curious with the way that they're talking about this being open to multiverses. I am curious as to whether or not we'll see any of the CW characters. Well, they teased that. I mean, when we got that Crisis on Infinite Earth, and we got oh my god, we yeah. got Robert Wool, and we got uh, Burt Ward, and they were there for well, we had Ezra Miller. Yeah, and we were there for they were there for five seconds, and like. Ugh. Right, we did get it. We did get we did get Ezra Miller running into Grant Gustafson. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we see. I mean, maybe we see the reverse. I, again, I kind of I don't know. I, I mean, I understand that Grant Grant Gustafson is not a movie movie star. I'm still not convinced you couldn't have done a movie, the movie with him, and made millions uh, and billions. I mean. The guy, the guy personifies looking like the Flash. Just like I know they're in the process of working on the Supergirl movie, and they're not picking Melissa Benoist. Hmm. And it's like that woman pretty much. Yeah, I mean, she, that, she she does a great job as Supergirl. Right, and, and it's like, but it's like, oh, you know, it's like they they feel like they need to either cast somebody new or go away from the TV show, and it's like. Why? Why wouldn't you? Especially like with Supergirl, where the show is ending. Why would you go away from? Why wouldn't you consider going? Hey, let's we, bring her. We've in been from tilting our heads and scratching. We and scratching our heads for what Marvel or I mean, what DC's doing for years. Yeah, that's true too. I mean, and that's not that far away from Marvel either. No. You know? Well, Marvel's I had mean, some things forced upon them, like. First of all, they can't afford to keep uh, Robert Downey Jr. And the death of uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman was... Uh, was well, Chadwick Boseman, yes. Major the, bummer. The, a major bummer's a DC character. <laughs> major bummer. A major oh, no! A, it's Major Bummer! Actually, yeah. So Major Bummer was a character that's an obscure character from... God, is it the 90s? Or like oh early 2000s. God. I thought you were joking. This is real. Oh no, Major Bummer. He was that's a phenomenal book. It's really funny. Yeah, it's a DC, yeah. Oh no. From it's, the late uh, late nineties. I gotta tell you, that licensed is licensed to nil. It is absolutely fabulous. I have you know what? I still There's I got 15 I, think issues. I still have it. You know what? It's collected as a trade. And you can get it as a trade. It is absolutely hilarious. It is one of the, the it's 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 in in the in that period of the nineties there were DC found a way 
to do comedy in some of its books, including the Justice League. The Justice League was a was a was what was known as a Boaha book, which it mm. was more of a funny book than it was a superhero book. The, the, I mean, it was superheroes, but it was funny. I mean, it was like bust a gut funny, like don't drink anything funny; it'll get all over your damn your your damn copy. You better buy a second one. It's it was that funny. So, so, and, uh, after issue fifteen, sales were bad, and there was just no way to keep the book going. So they it was, the, the series was canceled after fifteen issues. Right, I can't remember the name of who the guy is who does it, but he is uh, like a John Arcudi. Yeah, Arcudi. That guy's that guy's a well-known. I can't remember if it's artist or writer. He was a writer, and the artist was uh, Doug Mank. Right, and Doug Mank has Ma- gone Manke? on to do Batman. Doug, Doug's gone on to do Batman and a lot of other really, really great artwork projects for DC and 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 the comic book world for quite some time since that period of time. But the arts, the arts, fun. The book is fun. Let, let me so let me give you perspective. Um, and I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything when I do this. So um, I believe I want to make sure I get it right. I can't remember which way it is. So I. Th- Think his, I think his name is Lou Martin, and he's a kid, and he gets this package, and it turns him into like this, like uber superhero, and there are these other heroes, and he's supposed to lead them, but he's this like total slacker guy who's like in his twenties, just like I don't want to lead these people, I just want to play video games and stuff. Well, it turns out these this is some aliens project final thesis project from outer space and they're stuck on the planet so in the meantime while this is going on and this was their thesis project was to create a superhero team and to watch it and, and to turn that in as their thesis well because they didn't understand how at how how names worked in 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 on earth they were supposed to give it to this guy named martin lewis who's this exemplary human being who is like Help, like gets cats out of trees, helps foundate, creates foundations, all this kind of stuff. The guy who would be like the uber leader kind of guy. They accidentally, instead of sending it to Martin Lewis, they sent it to Lou Martin because they saw the comma and they thought, oh, that's what oh. they have to send it to. <laughs> okay. So their entire project, their entire project has been ruined because they sent it to the wrong guy. Uh, just like one of the parts of the project is somehow the cat gets into it and it's a giant. The cat, when it gets to a certain point, grows and it gets gigantic, and it's really funny. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a funny book. And it's only so fifteen issues, so it's a short read. Right, like I said, it's 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 worthwhile. But yeah, DC did that book. There was another book that they did that doesn't get talked about. That was more of a soap opera book, but it was kind of on the funny side. Called Young Heroes in Love. That was and that that was the other problem. Major Bummer came out at the same time as Young Heroes in Love. And I think that the two books canceled each other out because they were both really unique, different books than what was the usual norm. And I think between those two books and the Justice League book, DC was trying to go into the comic, into the norm. Maybe trying to capitalize on the humor factor, the dead. Right, on the, on the humor, on right. the humor factor. Um, and I think the problem is, so it's funny. Young Heroes in Love had far more of a soap opera feel to it, way more of a soap opera feel to it, and it was on purpose. Like they literally like were like, 
the whole shipping thing where like they would like they and they didn't have like the names like people make up now where it was like if they had the two people and they and they make up an, a, 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 bo- a name out of that you know that that would have worked with I think I think Young Heroes in Love was ahead of its time I think Young Heroes in Love if they brought that book back now I think it would be interesting to see what would happen if they brought that book now but that book's been dead for a long time too um, but yeah, they, they had this period where they were trying to do more humor books, like between those books that I'm mentioning and Justice League International and then those guys, uh, Kevin McGuire was doing a book called The Heckler that didn't last very long, but it was quite funny. And then, you know, that was the period of time where DC was doing a lot of ambush bug books, a lot of ambush bug books because ambush bug was, was popular because he was funny. Because he wasn't really a hero, but he wasn't really a villain. That's also around the time that we saw a lot of Lobo books too. So I'm sure there's some um, good Lobo stories. Because I, I borrowed a copy of um, American Alien to a friend of mine, and mm-hmm. the last chapter in that book is his first encounter with Lobo. And uh, I was like, yeah, I was thinking about you know uh, his appearance, and we had in Krypton, and I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. there'd have been so. Some, and uh, of course, in Justice League, he's been in that. So the irony is, Lobo's first appearance is in Justice League International, the Blaha book, hmm. and and he's supposed to be, he was supposed to be kind of a throwaway character. It was there, kind of making fun of Wolver- like Wolverine and Punisher. Like if you took what are Wolverine and Punisher and you put them together, voila, here's Lobo. Okay, and, and it was supposed it was supposed to be kind of a throwaway, like a kind of throwaway character within ju- the just Justice League International book when they're out in the space. Okay, and it, there was enough. Yeah, he rides in a space it. motorcycle. He calls him right. calls well, himself the main man. Right. So hmm. they they did a good enough job that there was enough interest. And hmm. the irony is, is when they did the DC versus Marvel books where they had the I don't know if you're aware they did a DC versus Marvel books in the 2000s uh, no was it the 2000s no it had to be the mid the mid 90s yeah that's what it was the mid 90s um, they did the two that they did those books and they actually did they actually did out a fan vote one of the fan votes was Lobo versus Wolverine hmm. and obviously you can take a wild guess who won that one but it's pretty much a bar fight between Wolverine and Lobo. Um, that would have been cool. Um, it was interesting because, yeah, you know, even, even to this day, there are certain fights that – there were certain fan fights that we got to pick from. There were other fights that happened. We didn't get to pick anything at all. Um, but the fan fights that I can remember off the top of my head, you might be able to Google it. I know there was Superman versus Hulk, and as usual, everybody was complaining because Superman shouldn't beat the Hulk, blah, 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 blah. But that's what happened. Um, I know there was Batman versus Captain America. It pretty much was a draw, which was not cool. Uh, I think the answer is nobody really wanted to have to have that discussion. And then Storm versus Wonder Woman. And the interesting part about Storm versus Wonder Woman is that in the book, it happens... Right after Thor is battling Shazam, and so Shazam is using the lightning bolts 
to take out Thor, and Thor decides, hmm, lightning. So he throws Mior at it. And Mm -hmm. somehow... Uh, The hammer? Throws the hammer. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is it knocks out the lightning bolt, and then he becomes a kid again. But the <laughs> but the hammers but the hammers missing, and the next the next scene we see is, and I can't remember where she is, but there's Wonder Woman looking at the hammer. That's so cool. Wonder Woman Wonder Woman is looking at the hammer. She's like, all right, pick it up. So she picks up the hammer. So there's this shot where Wonder Woman has the hammer, and now has an entirely different look because she's got the hammer, and that's what she's, she's worthy. <laughs> Apparently, yes. Yeah, matter of fact, it says other about worthy. So she picks it up. She's able to pick it up, and she's able to use it. Which is why when people talk about who could you, who's allowed, who is able to use the hammer, Wonder Woman has to be on the list because Wonder Woman has actually done that. Hmm. And and it's really here's the part the part that's crazy, and this is the part we all laugh about. Is so Stan, Storm wins the fan vote. Okay. But here's the part where the fan, where even 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 fans, even the even the Marvel fans admit this one, which is Storm shows up. Wonder Woman now has the hammer, and Wonder Woman's like, "Well, I won't use the hammer to fight you." And we're all like, "Really? <laughs> really?" Well, and the only reason we could come up with is she's got to lose the fight, and if she's got the hammer, there's just no way she loses the fight to Storm. As it is, I don't think she should lose that the fight to Storm. Um, I always thought that was bullshit too. It's like that's just a bunch of Marvel fans who just don't know any better. Storm versus <laughs> Wonder Woman. I, I don't know. No way. Of course, if if she was no. wielding the hammer, then yeah, then she would. Well, even without the hammer, yeah. even without the hammer, come on now. We're we're talking about. Wonder do you know? Woman. You know what happens to his Amazon when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> Nothing, but when she's wielding Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Like I said, there's a reason for that. I mean, there were some interesting side fights. Like, for example, I mentioned the thing about Shazam and Thor. There's another one where where Submariner is fighting Aquaman, and in the end, Aquaman wins because he dumps a dot, he dumps a whale on top of him, mm-hmm. and he and he and and, yeah. Ma- and Submariner is just pissed, going, "When I get out of here, blah blah blah." Yeah, blah, blah. they they tease that line. There. I'll never forget that one line at Endgame where they're talking about some kind of disturbance underwater and mm. the the chick from Wakanda says something about if there's a problem in the ocean there's pretty much nothing we can do mm. but yeah they, they that was a throwaway line in Endgame right. kind of teasing maybe we'll get the Submariner and we never did well yeah because they didn't have the rights to swim yet at the time right. now they do yeah now they do but yeah the point being is that they had all these different fights and there yeah. were some fights all that these fan were fights, yeah. they had, some of these were fan fights and like like I said, it, it's Superman versus Hulk, Wonder Woman versus Storm, uh, Captain America versus Batman, which they gave us a draw, which we're all pissed off about a little bit. Lobo versus um, Lobo versus Wolverine, and then they gave us Spider Man versus Superboy that everybody kept being confused about. And it's interesting because the it, and it's the clone Superboy, not the current Jonathan Kent or Superboy. Super Superman Prime, Superboy Prime. Is this no, the same no, no, Superboy that's that. in Titans? Just the clone from yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Luthor's right. lab. Yeah, right. So it's funny because here's another example of where people would have voted differently if they knew anything. The Spider-Man who fought Superboy is Ben Riley. 
not Parker. Peter Purehurt. It's because, oh, it's a clone fighting a clone. But, like, certain people who are fans are going, wait, 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 wait. I voted for Spider-Man. Yeah, Parker. and when everyone says Spider-Man. For, yeah, I didn't vote for Ben Riley. It's like, wait a minute. Ben Riley versus Superboy. Now, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's yeah, different. I'm going to change my answer, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to change my answer. Yeah, <laughs> people like, I changed my answer. You know, so I can't remember if there was any other fan vote, but it, it's an interesting it's an interesting series of books. That's also where they, I don't know if you if you remember, they made, or have heard, they made these amalgamate, they made these amalgamated universe books where they created, like, amalgamated characters and they had, they had, um, one-off issues of certain characters, and it's funny they did do a second run of characters because they did do another kind of crossover book, but they never run those characters again. And it's funny, it's too bad. Some of them were interesting, like they did, they like put together Batman and Wolverine. And they called it Dark Claw, and um, Dark Claw's villain was the hyena, which was basically the Joker mixed with Sabretooth. Oh. And it was interesting. And Bruce Wayne was not Batman, so it was Bruce Wayne Agents of Shield. Wow. Um I'm trying to re- I trying to remember other things that they did. I think they combined one of the younger like the new mutants and the and the Titans and made kind of like a JLX book or something like that. There were you know, there were things like the Iron Lantern, where it was like the Green Lantern and Iron Man. Um, you get the idea. Yeah. Um, they did a lot of interesting, different ideas with it, where they kind of and, and you could those those things are still out there to be found. But yeah, I, I think it's. Um, God, how did we get here? I can't even remember how we got. We're just on this. we're just talking uh, '90s DC books. Oh, Major Bummer. Major Bummer, that's, yeah, why. that's how we... We got, we got there for Major Bummer. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, that there was some interesting stuff back then. Um, I, you know, uh, the 90s gets hit a lot on the fact about it was the it was kind of the art decade and, and whatnot. But, you know, after a while, after things sort of calmed down with the image guys a little bit, it really kind of went a different direction. And there was some interesting stuff that happened in the 90s. Um, in terms of comics and even today there's some certain storylines that redefine comic books and you know I mean obviously Death of Superman being one of them and then that set up you know Emerald Twilight that set up um, that set up uh, what is it Nightfall which is where you know that really kind of reset the entire Batman universe for a while as to what was considered a big event for Batman I mean Mm -hmm. Now it's like every six months there's a big bat. There's this big bat event now, you know. Well, Batman um, sells books. Yeah, well, but I mean, literally, I don't know. I can't remember if there was really the level of the kind of Batman kind of crossover like, or the kind of crossover like they did when they did Nightfall. I mean, Nightfall was really kind of on a different level of anything they had done where it was basically the Batman-centric books. And then since then, you've had your things like No Man's Land and other other stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's kind of changed the landscape. And, and it's you know kind of changed a lot about Batman, too, in some ways. Um, yeah, crossovers do sell books. It's frustrating because mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and the interesting part about crossover selling books is maybe not so much the main Batman titles, but when they cross them over into the other Bat family titles, yeah, those book titles go up, whether we like to, whether, whether we like it or not, we have to admit these things. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think anything else in terms of. Uh, got a. We've. They've got an actress who's going to be the voice of Jessica Drew, uh, Spider yeah. Woman, in Spider Verse sequel. Finally, God, I'm this, I've been waiting for the Spider Verse sequel because the first one was so good. Yep. Um, yep. What else? And then uh, I think there's some news. I think there's some news out there too that we were look that was out there about that. It sounds like whatever happens in this Spider-Man movie that's going to come out, there was some news from a Sony person about how, whatever, about how this is going to help to open up and expand the spider, the, yeah, so, the, so the, Sony, the live super spy, Spider-Man Sony verse too. So yeah, you posted, I think the, I think you posted this to squares page. I did. I did. <clears throat> it has the, yeah, where is it? Dang it. I can't find it. There was all the, uh, the new Captain America is a Filipino American. Yeah, and then I guess there's they're killing Doctor Strange, but we'll see how long that lasts. Um, again, that's in the comics. Again, all this stuff, the the new Filipino and the new Filipino Captain America and killing Doctor Strange. That's all in the comics. Oh, here it is. Yeah, um, Spider-Man Cinematic Universe will open up more after No Way Home. Uh, what else? That's it. That that see that's interesting all by itself. Because to me, the question becomes how much... And it's funny, I, I remember reading the article and they were like, they wouldn't give away whether or not we were going to see how much it's going to cross over with MCU and how much not. And could we see MCU characters in specifically Sony Spider-Man universe you know, show, movies? And we thought maybe that uh, Venom 2 might uh, tease that to get us back into... You know, if it's still going to be officially part of uh, Spider-Verse or not, or, spy, or at least with Tom Holland's Spider-Man or whatever, but I don't doesn't seem like that might not happen. At least not yet. No. At least not yet. Or or it could keep <clears> it somewhere down the road. The pro, a part of it being the fact that obviously that movie comes out before yeah. we get the Spider-Man yeah. movie. So that, that's else. part of it. Um, I uh, guess Tony... I guess the, we're getting Tony Stark probably the voice of him for What If... Indiana uh, Jones has started filming in the UK this, this week. Yeah, that too. Indy Five. Um, Where's that Ghostbusters movie, man? Damn. I think that's coming this summer. Uh, so at some point. Hopefully, maybe by Halloween. Um, I, I think the interesting thing is on that on that Tony Stark thing. I yeah. do think it's interesting because I think there are a couple ways you can bring Tony Stark back into the MCU. One of them being, if you're really going to play with a multiverse, then Tony, there could be Tony Stark from somewhere else. Well, you know he's not making a Doctor Doolittle sequel, <laughs> so RDJ. Right, has some right. Time well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I know he's got other projects too. Yeah, it? yeah. I mean, we're just kidding. No, of the course, point but... being is, you know, you can go multiverse. The other thing is, you know, in the comics, I mean, look, let's let's put it where it is. In, in the comics with Riri Williams and Ironheart, um, the AI for Riri Williams is Tony Stark. Right, yeah. That, I think that was it, going on, I think, at the same time, some of the Marvel books later, after Civil War II, 
where Tony Stark was right. just uh, you know an artificial intelligence. Right. All this At was a this, all this was a toiler. This was a toy spoiler uh, mm. from a Lego set. Mm. That's what was going on here. He's got a looks like uh, there's a well, watcher, a watcher and Valkyrie along with uh, right Iron because Man. that's what if yeah. it, it, it's it's the cartoon what, what if series right. But mm-hmm. the, but the point being is. Yeah, you know, here's the interesting thing, which is, what if Iron Man just came back as the voice uh, of the voice for Riri Williams? Yeah, or just he wrote some kind of program to, uh, for his daughter. Yeah, as, as, as a guide for uh, for Peter Parker. Yeah, that that and that's possible too. Again, that's what we thought was we were we, we might if if any you know if there's any way we're going to get Tony Stark back after he's passed on is that he wrote this program like Jarvis for. You know, oh, like I'm still he's... not. I'm still not convinced. There's the, the other the other ways to do this too, which is one. You know, like I said, you could have multiverse Tony, which means he could be an entirely different Tony Stark. Yeah. And two, there's no reason that if Thanos can't come back from the past, that Tony Stark from the past can't come back either. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and suddenly magically show up, or or they end up in the past because the quantum realm. And you know, there, there's they they've left too many options on the board. That if Robert Downey Jr. wants to come back and play Iron Man, there's there's a million options for him to come back and play Iron Man. Even even if the fact that it's RDJ's yeah. is is getting old and he can't do some of the stunts, there's still a million ways to bring back Iron Man. Yeah, there's there's digital de aging. There's mm-hmm. even for just brief scenes. But you would you consider? Uh, RDJ's death in Endgame, one of the best comic book hero deaths. In comics or just in Or general? just movies, like comic book movie hero deaths. Um, yeah, I guess... I, well, I'm trying to think well, did, of... Did that give you the feels in Endgame? Not as much because I knew it was coming. I didn't know Tony was going to die in Endgame. I had a feeling. Well, I figured it was going to be either... Either yeah, Steve Rogers or going. Tony Stark. Right. I figured one of them was yeah. going, and it became pretty clear after a while it was going to be. Yeah. It was going to be. It was going to be him. Um, that it was going to be him versus 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 Chris Evans. If anything, I see the funny thing is when you sit there and you say to me about most shocking. The problem is, is the first thought I had doesn't go. In recent memory, the, mo- the the first thing I go to that I would consider shocking goes to something that technically is in a comic book movie, which is I really did think for a second that Han Solo wasn't going to get killed by Kylo Ren. Yeah, I really thought there was a minute there where I was like, "Oh, well, that's an interesting." Oh, there. And then the darkness came. Yeah, that is that was painful. That was that, that was did. that was yeah, that was a yeah. that 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 was I think uh, yeah. Oh no, I, I yeah, I cried. I'm not gonna lie, I cried. Yeah, I did too. I did too. I did. Ham that's salad. why I keep laughing. <laughs> that's why I keep laughing when people sit there and say, "Oh, Force Awakened." Are you kidding me? That is the greatest love. That letter was an emotional gut punch. Yeah. Yeah, that is the greatest love letter to Han Solo in the yeah. history of Star Wars. Yeah, that really is. I mean, well, not counting maybe some of the books. I don't know, like um, 
Well, I'm sure. Well, well, let's let's. Talk yeah, more I mean, I'm not. I'm not really versed in uh, what what goes on in the uh, yeah. in the comics, uh, but as far as that was a uh, yeah, it was a huge yeah, oh, no, emotional no. moment in for Force Awakens. Yeah. Well, not only that, I mean, just that's the part, I, and that's the part where I laugh because it's like if you didn't think Force Awake, if you really have a problem with Force Awakens and didn't think it was great, then you cannot be a Han Solo fan. Then, then, then you're just not a Han Solo fan. Then, you wanted other things other than a Han Solo. Well, you can make the and, argument saying I'm a Han Solo fan because I want him to live, and they killed him in Force Awakens. But doing okay. so, they cheated that whole. They everyone wanted. There's this thing that well, the fans said I wanted a moment where Leia, Han, and Luke were together again, and we never got that. Sadly, yeah. because well, now you know uh, Carrie Fisher's passed on. And yeah. Luke is, you know, one with the Force, and Han's dead. So. Yeah, well, and, and that's a that's a choice that they made. Yeah, we, it, it was is. funny. We didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about the fact that J.J. Uh, Abrams is on the record now of saying that about that it wasn't planned out well enough, and it wasn't planned out in a way that it should have been planned out. Um. Although it's interesting that he can sit there and say that out loud now that he's got a nice exclusive deal with with Warner Brothers. <laughs> um, but it begs the question, it's like, okay, if you realize that, why can't you get it right with Star Trek? And P.S., hope you get it right with DC because you're kind of going to be involved in the creation of that universe, it seems. Um, you know, that's the other thing that's interesting. And so, it lo- you know... Who, especially now with the big changeover over there, okay, where it's going to be Warner Brothers and Discovery, okay, there's going to be a big shakeup over there, so things could change with what's going to happen with some of their plans for DC, for the DC stuff. And you know, to me, you know, J.J. Abrams is a possibility of someone you want to keep going to, but I really kind of thought they'd leaned on James Gunn a lot more down the road for future projects. And so far, other than they're doing, they did the the, the Suicide Squad movie, yeah, and well, then James they're, Gunn they're got doing, rehired because the the heat died down from his tweets from thirteen years ago or whatever. Right. Well, but he got hired before he got back to Marvel, and I think that, and it's funny. I I think Gunn has a has a more has more movies to do under Warner Brothers DC banner. Honestly, to me, I kind of laugh. That's who I would like to see reboot the Justice League, or just or something like that, or, or projects like that. Is is Gunn? I, I I have full trust in the fact that James Gunn could create a good superhero team movie, um, without question. After watching Guardians, so that's just me. Uh, but. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of what else do we have this week? That's uh, Todd McFarlane revealed his Batman '66 figures. Would you buy that? Yes. All over. I'm like, I'm already mapping out where I'm going to put them. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of why I put that up there. Was it's I was like, like, oh there's shit! There's no way Mike see, Mike has seen this. I'll put it up and see how quickly Mike's like, just take my money. <laughs> yep. Um. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No. But no, the thing no, is, we're I... getting a Batcave and a Batmobile and. Who knows how many other uh, figures. And we've had like 
you know, if you're counting the other Catwomen and Riddlers and all the other obscure Batman villains, uh-huh. we've had like what thirty-two Batman villains in the course of the sixty-six series. But yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all over this, like white on rice. I mean, I have a three and three quarter, like a five POA figure of Batman hanging mm. on my wall right behind my monitor here. So I think I'm gonna. The thing is, is that the Farland figures are one. They're a little bit bigger than one twelfth. They're like seven inches. They're not six inches. So they don't. You can't put them with your Marvel Legends because they're a little bit size, taller. Size matters. It does. Size matters. Size matters. Uh, mm. But yeah. So anyway, it's not like I was going to put Superman and Batman on this and uh, Captain America on the same shelf. But yeah, I'm going to have to find a place to, to display these Batman sixty six because they yeah, they look awesome. I think it's uh, one of my, like yeah. no, they look, the Batmobile and yeah, it's, it looks awesome. I, I can't wait. They teased there was a there was a computer listing a few months ago, but this uh, is our first time because they post they they posted this on six six. Oh, I see what you did there, for the Batman sixty six figures from McFarlane Toys and yep, they look good. The sculpts look good. I don't know how much about articulation, but if we can get like a you know, if we would get like a Bruce Wayne and and uh, and Dick Grayson like in and out of their costumes. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, yeah, this they, is awesome. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing these figures. I'm yeah. not saying I'm going to get all of them, but I, I'm probably going to get a yeah, few the, at least. Yeah, the, the, um, the Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson, we look like a gay duo figures from the Yeah, 60s. exactly. You know, ambiguously gay, gay view. <laughs> from you know. Saturday Night Live, right, right. Seriously. Um... I'm trying to think if there was anything else news-wise. Uh, uh, you, I don't know. Did you see the other Scarlet... That's Scarlet Black Widow trailer. Uh, I saw a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I mean, it's, the movie is coming in a few weeks, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have uh, have some people over. We're going to watch it, and we're going to barbecue, and we're going to watch it here. So, it's not, I, I honestly, I think me, you, and I would need to talk offline about if we want to do that as a as a as a thing. If we want, if you, if you're interested. Uh, where it's basically the three of us get together and that that might be something to do. Okay. If you want to do just it get, that way. It's just a matter of getting Ivan out here. No. You no. have all the three Eventually. of us in the same room. After, after a while, it's going to be suburban Ivan. You know, we'll get we'll get Howie to get on it. Ivan, get your butt out there to Mike. It's been place. over an hour and... Radio silence from Ivan, so I don't know what's happening. Si- well, he must, it, it, it must be on the phone dealing with some drama, so hopefully you'll be Or okay. something, you know, who knows. Yeah. It, it is what it is. It yeah. happens. Um, so as long as we're there, um, any anything of note this week or anything? No, just been super busy, busy at work. Though things have kind of slowed down here the last couple of days. Now we've gotten like super hot weather. And mm. now, of course, we had some stand- chance of storms all week, and we had storms, and this uh, uh, slight power disruption delayed the broadcast, the recording this uh, this evening. But uh, mm. no, it's it slowed down the last couple of days. But yeah, things are still a little crazy at uh, at work, and in the midst, I spent a hundred hours on lumber today uh, building this mm. display for my Haslab Unigron. Mike's um, got wood. I've got wood. You man, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's all really, uh, got a game night coming this weekend and then the next week, yeah, a week from Wednesday, I'm leaving for Kentucky, got a little toy show down there meeting with some friends, mm-hmm. 
But no, nothing else uh, for me. Like I said, work's been busy, kicking my ass. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just kind of looking through to see if there's anything else of note. I mean, we talked a little bit about Spider-Verse. I... Oh, yeah, and this dropped, I guess, today that Rob Zombie is going to be involved in a Munsters film. Oh, God. This this could be good. I, I, have, my fingers, I have my fingers my fingers crossed, but I will watch it because of my love of the Munsters as a kid. So I know you're not a boxing guy, but apparently so Logan Paul over the weekend fought Floyd Mer- Merriweather Jr. And as he walked to the ring, he wore on like a lack on a, like a placard, like a lanyard. He was wearing a rare Pokemon Charizard card that's worth $150,000. Okay. That's like a necklace. It's like a necklace on the way to the ring. Okay. I just think that's crazy. That's yeah, strange. That's something I never thought I'd see. I yeah, I, I just... I saw it. Yeah, you posted the picture on the Squares page. Yeah, like I said, I just thought it was interesting. It's like, wait, Charizard? Wait, does that mean he's got like a Pokemon card? Yep, that's exactly what it is. Holy cow. Okay. Um, Score one for nerd culture. Yeah, seriously. You know, you know, there's some guy going, your sweat probably got on it, and now it hurt. The I'm sure it's hurt. like double laminated. You yeah. Know, there's no, yeah, it's, it's, it's not going to get, unless someone punches him in the yeah. chest when actually, he's, while he's wearing it. Actually, there's probably some people going, well, now that it has Logan Paul's sweat on it, he signed the lamination, it's worth even more money than it used to be. <laughs> You know, so I'm sure somebody out there going that route. So let's see this week. Um, yeah, what have you been doing? So I caught on a whim. I happened to catch. So because I've got epics in the house, I was flipping channels and I found Sonic. Sonic, oh, the the Sonic Hedgehog. movie. Yeah. And so it was interesting because I didn't catch it from the beginning and I had something else going on. So I had the night free on Saturday night, and I was like, all right, sure, let's play it from the beginning and watch it. Okay, I'm impressed. That was a much better movie than I ever imagined it would be. Yeah, they and they, well, I know we, this is, this movie caught controversy because they had to change the animation when the trailer, first right. trailer hit, and they changed Sonic's look because mm-hmm. everyone, it, it was it was creepy. It didn't look like Sonic. But anyway, <clears throat> so <clears throat> how much of it did you see? All of it. I watched. Oh, you watched the whole film. Okay. Right, because I could go back and get it where it was on demand for my purposes for free. Okay. So I ended up watching the whole thing, and and at the time it was funny. I remember it was right before the pandemic. Yep, I remember. It was really. It was probably the only first and maybe only real big hit before the pandemic. And then I remember I saw. I remember saw Onward uh, in the theater. Right. Mm -hmm. That was the last movie I saw in the theater. But the point being is, yep. I remember being, eh, Sonic, how good could it possibly be? I'm not going to pay money to go see that movie. I got, I'll tell you, after watching this, uh, I know there's a sequel that they're, they've greenlit. If there's a sequel in the theater, yeah, I'll go to the theater for on a $5 pop, on a $5 day or something like that. Um, and, and part of it being, I'm just going to put it out there. Jim Carrey seemed to remember how to beat Jim Carrey from back in the day when we all loved Jim Carrey and when Jim Carrey was the funniest thing on the planet earth. Um, and it seemed, it just seemed like Jim Carrey got to be Jim Carrey again, you know, like the character that 
it, like, it was it it, it it he skirted the line of of being a ham, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's you know, that's what we uh, know him best as. He, you know, he took everything he's learned in the last God twenty years, and basically, more basically, like, it's like okay, like I'm gonna take all my plus, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna take all those Ace Venturas and liar liars and and cable guy, and I'm gonna take it all and morph it into making this probably maybe one of his best performances of being a comedic funny guy I've seen in a long time from him to the point where I, it really carried the movie and, and it, it, it made the movie. I mean, he steals the show. There's no question in my mind. He steals the show. I mean, he's just that good and he's just that funny and he does that good of a job. Um, that's not to say the rest of the movie isn't interesting or worthwhile. Uh, what's his name? The guy who played Cyclops originally. From the X Men movies. Um, oh, the oh, guy the, Scott, yeah, from yeah, that the guy who plays Scott, yeah, um, who's been in a, a James Marsden. Okay, James Marsden. yeah, and, and he's played uh, he he played uh, right. He's Lois's husband in Superman Returns. Oh, is he? Yeah, I mean, he's been in a lot of. I mean, Ralph, he's been, yeah. and he's done a few different lo- yeah, yeah, he's know, done rom coms and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I mean, he's been around. I yeah. mean, and he's and he's always solid. And again, he's solid here. You know, he's solid here, and Carrie steals the show, and Sonic is interesting enough, and they do a good enough job, and the action's good, and it's fun, and it's worthwhile. And, yeah, I really, maybe I was, maybe it's partially I'm, I'm, I'm just surprised. I don't know that I can get five yet, pants, but I get it four. Okay, cool. I get it four. I mean, it's, you know, if you've got epics and you can watch it for free, or you can watch it for five, six bucks. Yeah, it's a good have, popcorn movie. I, I gotta see if I have epics. I don't think so. Is that part of normal a, Comcast? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's a, a tier up from that, okay. but you know, so so. Oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did uh, get caught up on Bad Batch, but we'll get into that. Okay. Yeah. I still have not yet watched that. Um, it's all right. It's getting better. I have not yet watched that, but the other thing I did was so. I, I've been sitting on eight episodes of Black Lightning, and okay. I I came to the conclusion I'm like, all right, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to watch the last episode, and depending on what I see in the last episode, then I'll go back to watch the other seven. I took one look at the first couple minutes of the of the last episode and realized I needed to watch the episode before it. Right, you want so, for a sense of context. Right, so I watched the last two episodes of Black Lightning, and. So the the long and short of it is this, you know, this, this show really centers around the conflict between Black Lightning, Jefferson Pierce and Tobias, and Tobias Whale. And somewhere, and I gotta be honest, most of the final episode, most of the final episode, there's a lot of stuff in between before we finally get to the final confrontation between the two. And it's just a one segment fight. And it's not much of a fight. And there's a part of me where I'm kind of like, you've been building to an epic confrontation and final fight between the two of them. And you get it. And, and it's not satisfying or impressive or, The other thing is, when they did this show, 
they were in the process of they were in the process of trying to get a spin-off show for Painkiller, who was a character that was in the show that they thought for some strange reason they were in a spin-off to his own show. And one of the episodes in the Black Lightning season is almost like a backdoor pilot for Painkiller. Now here's the irony. Again, once again, Warner Brothers did not bite on the backdoor pilot and did not bite on taking up painkiller. So the pro so at points it's like we're setting up the future of what happens with painkiller down the road. And 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 because, you know, obviously there's a possibility of a spin-off in the future. And so that takes up space. And then there's some weird storyline with Lightning, which is one of the daughters, and I don't know. In the end, I just felt like they forgot that at the end of the day, this is supposed to, this should be about the fight between, it should be about Black Lightning versus Tobias Whale. And and it seems like in that last episode that they really just, I kept looking at it going, I would think you're giving at least two segments for this fight, right? No, it's practically like one segment and then there's the happy ending segment. Okay. And, you know, it wraps up in such a way where it's like, it's not like the characters can't be used again. It's not like the characters can't show up other places. And there has been talk about Black Lightning showing up in other CW shows for next season already. There has been talk about that. I don't know about other Black Lightning characters, but specifically Black Lightning himself showing up in like The Flash or a couple other shows. Um, overall, kind of disappointing to me. Kind of disappointing. And, and when I say that, I'm thrilled that we had a Black Lightning show. I think that, I, I and again, in fairness, I did not watch most of season four because I got through about four or five episodes. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. You know, watching the last two episodes, I don't feel, I didn't feel the need to go back and watch what uh, I missed you were, either. You, you didn't, it didn't spark your interest? No, it did not spark my interest to go back. in the pan? Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like there's no need to go back and look at that stuff. Especially, it's like, okay, well, they didn't pick up the painkiller pilot, so I'm really not even interested in watching that episode at all, because mm. what's the point? Um, but the point being is, I just feel like, it, it, you know, they had, it's kind of interesting. I thought season one was really, really good. I thought season two wasn't very good. I thought th season three was, was, was much better and they were kind of on the right track. And I thought season four was kind of meh. And it wasn't all that great. And it's like they kind of... At first, it seemed like they were setting up the epic confrontation from the beginning of the season. And at times, it seems like they veered away from it. And I get that there's other characters and other stories. And it's a CW show, and I get some of that. But at the same time, it's like... Okay, I do feel like, based on how they ended the show, it was kind of like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, we have to do this conflict. Not this is what we really... And in fairness, in the episode before, they do have kind of a fight. But obviously, Black Lightning loses. And, you know, I, I just felt like the final fight should have been more more epic. And no, and so it, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. And, it, and the other part that's disappointing is, you know, this is the... Well, I shouldn't say that. Because now that we have Batwoman, and who's a woman of color... You know, but really, this was a show that was you know a superhero of color where you know it's before um falcon and winter soldier it's 
you know, you, you get the idea. And, and, and I do wonder sometimes that the timing was bad, which is this show came out exactly, literally exactly at the same time as Black Panther hit, hit theaters. And I do wonder if it got its, 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 its thunder and lightning stolen from, from Black Panther being such a juggernaut when on if and if it hadn't if, if that hadn't been the case if maybe there had been more people talking about just how good black lightning was in the beginning of Fe- when it showed up that february um you know i just think they lost their way i think they lost their way about it being a street a good street crime show that featured the African, the, the black and African American community. Oh, we did and, have and Luke it, Cage on Netflix before that. Yeah, but that even that doesn't go. It, it wasn't nearly as good as this, hmm. and, and it's it's disappointing. And, and the other the, the thing I'll say to you is, personally, so now Black Lightning's gone, Supergirl is gone. I've told you I've canceled. I've, I've stopped watching The Flash. I've stopped watching Batwoman. I'm sort of watching Legends of Tomorrow. Only, quite frankly, because it's a little bit funny. I'm watching Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. It has gotten a little bit better. Good. I do sit there and look at it and go, man, this was slow. Man, you could have done this a lot faster. Boy, some of your writing choices were <laughs> were, were, were not smart here. And one of the reasons I feel like they made some of the choices they made as writers was I'm positive it came from up high going – Hey, feature feature the teenage kids a lot. And to top it off, P.S. Feature the fuck out of the Jordan kid. <laughs> just, yeah. just, just, yeah. Lots of him, lots of him on multiple times, and he gets the he gets the the epi, he gets the Tashi Station Award for most <laughs> annoying fucking <laughs> character I've ever had. You know, just. Mm. I mean, you we've know. Seen, you've seen like with shows, other shows. One it points once it stands out with me is Cobra Kai, where you mm-hmm. can have teen dramas and have them well written. Yep. And, and in fairness, there's parts of this where it's well written. Yeah. It's just, it's the part where I feel like, I feel like they're trying too hard to CW certain sections. They're trying too hard. To make this more of a family show, then remember that this is about Superman, and in the process, they've spent a lot of time trying to build out the high school world of 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 Jordan and Jonathan Kent. And in fairness, the irony to me is, I don't think they do a good job of that either. I don't think they do a great job of that at all. But I you say a- like Superman and Lois is still kind of so-so. I love the I love the cinematic quality to it, mm-hmm. and I think and I like a lot of the actors. Yeah, the, the, whiny, the actors do the good job, and, and even the whiny kid. I mean, they tell him to be the whiny kid. That, I get he, it. He just looks like Frodo to me. Yeah, that too. It's it's <laughs> Frodo. It's Frodo asking for power converters at Tashi Station. I mean, that's just that, that's the best way I can put it. It's like. But Dad, I want to go to Tashi Station and then go to the Shire. You know, um, that's sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and that's that's. I you know. In fairness, I mean, maybe maybe they'll clean that. 
see, I mean, you haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to spoil anything because because you know they they do bring in a Superman and hero family character, and it's an interesting spin. And I'll be interested. I'm 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 excited about that, but I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with that character. And if anything, there's a part of me where I'm like, oh, you want to spin a character off to a show? Spin off that character. When the time, I, and it's clear that they they're not ready to spin that character off yet. But you know that character, yeah, I'd watch that show. That would be interesting. I'd be very interested to see a show based on that character. But we're not. I, I have a feeling we're at least two seasons away from anybody thinking smartly enough to go, "Hey, you know what? We could spin that character off and do a show, and I think it would be worthwhile." Um. So, well, yeah. this show is a spinoff from Crisis. Technically, yeah. I mean, we've obviously this Superman was introduced in Supergirl, but the reasoning mm-hmm. we got this is because I think that was the first time we saw Lo- this character as actress as Lois Lane in. Uh, now that was Elsie yeah. Supergirl, yeah. No, it was in the. See, it was in the one before that. There was an Elseworlds. Okay, an there Elseworlds was another crossover, crossover or a big. There was a crossover before the Crisis and Infinite Earth, Crisis and Infinite Earths one the year before okay. that led to it that we saw this Lois Lane and Clark Superman and Clark Kent that we're seeing now first appeared in season two of Supergirl. Right. Um, I, I think that's the other interesting question that I'm beginning to have is you now have. And in fairness, I know the pandemic played into part of this, but you now have a situation where it's like, okay, you have characters from Arrow that are sitting around that maybe those are opportunities to bring those characters in. You'll have characters from Black Lightning sitting around. And once Supergirl ends at the end of next and the next fall, because they decided to share to air the final episodes of this season in the fall, which is slightly smart, but freaking annoying as hell um you know you're gonna have a lot of you're gonna have a lot of uh, uh, cw verse alumni available to you and then when i say that that doesn't mean you need to get melissa benoist to show up on every one of those shows there's a lot of other people who you can do that at least it might spice things up on some of these shows and give people a reason to watch because honestly at this point with the flash i'm like i don't care Unless somebody's going to show up out of the blue that I wasn't expecting. What, what season is the Flash on right now? Is that eight or nine? Eight. Eight? I think eight. I think eight. I just don't care. It feels like the same. Mm. And I have some friends of mine who love that show. Still love it because they're Flash fans and, you know, still love it. And I guess Cisco Ramon's leaving. The guy who plays Cisco Ramon's leaving the show, which then further only makes me. And the guy who plays Harvey Wells. What's his name? Um... Not Harvey. Not Harvey Wells. Yeah, Harvey Wells. The guy who, uh, Tom, what's his name, who's been in a bunch of shows. That At the time, we were all surprised that they got him to do it and he's been around this long. But they're losing two of their better character actors. And I'm like, how is this going to be helpful for season nine? How How is hmm. this going to work? You're, you're, unless, now, the only interesting thing would be is if you're going to cannibalize from some of these other shows and bring some of these people over to be characters in the show. Now that would be interesting. Maybe it would get me to watch The Flash again, you know, if if some of the characters from some of these other shows showed up. But 
I I don't see that happening, Mike. Yeah. So. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Well, like yeah. I said, I mean. Well, CW it, has it, always it, been tempestuous, and. Um. I I just think that. I just think that for its time and for what it was, the CW verse was instrumental in what we see today. I think it's instrumental in what we see today in terms of shows, in terms of superheroes and geek shows. But I do think that they have now gotten long in the tooth and they need to figure out how to reinvent themselves. And maybe that's going to not be on CW. Maybe that's going to be reinventing themselves on HBO Max. I don't know. Mm. But they're going to have to reinvent themselves a little bit in terms of what they're out there doing. And it's possible they're in the process of that. I don't know. I can't speak to that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I, the only other thing I can think of for is we do have two interesting things coming this week. One of which you're not going to care about. The other one you are. Yeah, well, so, uh, Loki drops this week. That that was the one that yep. you're going to care about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Episode That's one the one you're going to care about, yeah. which is... Is it Wednesday? Yeah, the 9th. Okay, so basically when this airs, we'll, we'll have gotten Loki. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. I'm curious to see... What this looks like, it looks very different, and it looks like we're going to go different places than we saw with WandaVision and, you know. Yeah, it's going to that's going to be uh, cosmic. So yeah, so we'll see we'll see what that what doors this opens. Mm-hmm. And then on the tenth, uh, HBO Max is going to have In the Heights, which is the Lin Manuel. Uh, Miranda um, musical and that's going to drop which I think will be interesting I think that that's a, that's a good draw for HBO Max I'm looking forward to it I saw trailers of it and it looks phenomenal in terms of the, the singing and dancing I know that that's not necessarily our audience okay. but it does look worthwhile to check out and it's you know it's very stylized and it does seem to be very, very crisp and there's it's a different subject matter than Hamilton, but it is the person who was involved in Hamilton. So there's yeah, a part of me where I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm color me interested. Um, and, and there's a part of me where it's like, yeah, I hope it's successful. I hope it's successful because, you know, look at how successful Hamilton was for, for Disney plus, you know, if, if HBO max has good solid success with, within the heights for HBO max, you know, to me now we're starting to talk about the possibility of doing something unique and different and going different directions. And some of these streaming platforms where, you know, show maybe, maybe we can do, maybe we can do live theater or live to video or remember NBC was doing that for a while. Yeah. Doing live musicals. They were, and in fairness, some of the ones they chose were, well, I don't know, though. I think part of it is, too, is that they went with the live factor of it, and then, you know, that there was a ooh-ah quality. Yeah, they wanted to, to make it an event. 
Yeah. Right. And the problem was after a while it stopped being the other problem. The other thing is it was an event and then other other networks started to follow suit. And then suddenly it stopped being an event when you mm-hmm. have three, all three networks doing their own thing. Same thing, right. And then what, one of them has one that doesn't work and it bombs. And, mm-hmm. you know, now, okay, the quality isn't there or this didn't work or it wasn't nearly as good. You know, and now all of a sudden all three networks are like, yeah, no, I think we're done with that. So it, you know, like I said, and, and in fairness, I think streaming platforms like Netflix and HBO Max, for example, just as examples, I think those are better platforms for really creating solid musical theater that maybe isn't live, so to speak, but it's more about, hey, let's get the essence of what it is, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, and I think that might be better. But that's that's just me. Like I said, th- those are the two things this week, I think, that are really of note unless I'm missing something entirely. Uh, I know this the, week, I think that's it. I mean, I know the country seems to be going nuts over Cruella. I have no interest. I don't know about you. No, I never. Actually, there was a someone had a, a Dalmatian in the store uh, the other day. Mm. Like oh okay yeah but no I've not seen uh, Cruella I don't I never actually I never saw 101 Dalmatians as a kid wow never saw it never wow you know, never really cared for it um yeah I mean my understanding is that they've already greenlit a sequel by the way okay that it's doing well enough that they have greenlit a, a sequel but I'm not paying thirty bucks on Disney Plus either no so. Uh yeah, finished. Uh, well, I got caught up on Bad Batch, and it, mm. it's it's interesting. Now they're having to you know go to, like be become hired mercenaries because they're on the run from the new empire. And yeah, it's it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And the even the the kid character seems to be coming into her own. But there, I guess this last episode had a couple of. Uh, Characters who were in season seven of Clone Wars, I didn't know. I didn't know anything mm. about these two people, so I didn't care. But now I, yeah, I've been meaning to go back and watch the last season of Clone Wars, but I never bothered. But so I'm just kind of latching on to what I have here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, I did. Yeah, Clone Wars is okay. I mean, uh, Bad Batch, it's it, it's fine. It's it's okay. Look, let me ask you a question. When they huh. do stuff like that, do you feel like that makes Star Wars inaccessible to the casual fan? In a way, I mean, I, I'd say I'm slightly more than a casual Star Wars fan. <clears throat> but when you're introduced characters from another series that I haven't mm-hmm. watched yet, I mean, I, I, people say, oh, I'm watching Bad Batch, but this is the most I've ever seen of any of the Star Wars animated from the Clone Wars. I haven't, yeah. Or uh, even Rebels. I've already watched more mm-hmm. than I've watched of Rebels. And I tried to get through Rebels, but I couldn't do it. See, I there's a part of me where it's like, I appreciate what they're trying to do, but I almost feel like, you know, I remember when you used to buy comics and like as a kid and some, sometimes something would get referenced and there was this little asterisk and there was a box. Yeah, and then the you say, see issue 881 or something. Yeah. Or, you know, for those of you who have forgotten, you might want to check out blah, blah, blah. I almost feel like they need that. Yeah. Or, or they almost need like a pop-up video kind of director's cut. <laughs> Where it's like, hey, kids, did you notice that this was this character from blah, blah, blah? 
let oh, you that's can what go the internet is for, watch. I guess. That's what uh, Facebook is for. All these yeah, people think, actually, they win the season uh, show. Yeah. yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Do I really? But the problem is, is I don't want to hear from actually. Yeah, actually, no. yeah, no, I don't hear from those guys. Unless it's us, then I want to hear. From <laughs> yeah. Us. Then, then that's our job. Us. Yeah. Yeah, that's our job. And yeah. in fairness, we we don't do nearly. Well, I do. I should shut up. I do that more. <laughs> um, but in fairness, there's a lot of people where I will listen to that too. But there's no. too many where it's like, it's like it just feels like. There are a lot of people who are going to watch those shows who are never going to look that stuff up and look at it or look at the internet and figure all that stuff out. And it's like, why not create like a pop-up video director's quote cut like that where you could be like, hey, here's, there's a whole bunch of things you might have missed. Feel free to watch this version of the episode too. Mm-hmm. And then the irony is, is that now you've got a situation where it's like, okay, you have two episodes to watch every week because you could go back and then rewatch it with like the hey kids did you notice this yeah or along those lines i I think and it's sad that it's gotten to that point because star wars was never really star wars has never really been like that but i almost feel like in some ways it's more inaccessible than we have seen well there's one episode i guess i can get throw some minor spoilers here for Mm. i think it was episode four or five of bad batch where the bad batch the the they they go on a job and they're they they say we we need to find this kid and bring mm-hmm. it back the kid happens to be the baby rancor from Jabba's palace mm. and it actually had some had a, had a had a funny uh reveal moment they and bid fortuna shows up and 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 uh receives the uh the rancor uh, but uh, yeah, Star Wars has such a rich cast of characters. Although this seems like yeah, it's a small galaxy after all, where some of these characters they they come back uh, seemingly uh, frequently <laughs> for the big yeah. galaxy that it is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing because the and the problem is, is it's not like they're coming back from the movies, or it's not like they're co- it's coming from like the Mandalorian. If you understand what I mean. Yeah. It's coming from some of these other car. Sometimes it's not even in the cartoons. It's, hey, we're referencing something from a game. Or yeah, from the EU that some, yeah. you know, most people never read. Most, most, uh, well, maybe not a lot of, not maybe not every Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Right, but that's but, what I, I mean. I'm, I'm still enjoying Bad Batch. I'll still watch it. I'm not, I'm still, that still holds my interest. At some point, I'll take a look at it. Mm. I just, I haven't been in a rush to go, be like, oh my god, I need to watch this versus The Mandalorian, yeah. where it'd be like, oh yeah, I totally need to watch this. Again, I think part of it is, part of it is, I, I just, again, we've talked about this before, I don't want to go too far, but I'm, I really don't like that animation style at all. It's, yeah. I, and I, it, it is jarring, it does, and it's, it's, it's uh, not, it's not for everybody. That's part of no. why, part of why I, I dropped, uh, Rebels, and they, they actually they released the the Star Wars Black series versions of mm. the Rebels characters as if they were actual people, and they kind of resemble the the 
You know, it's it's sort of like it's it's like a, a real life interpretation of the character who you know solely from animation. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I I tried Rebels, I can't. But I'm uh, this Clone Wars is, or I mean, this uh, Bad Batch is good because I, I I prefer I like this crew, I like the the cast they have. So, mm. but what else? Um, I don't know. I think I we're. Think that's about... unless we're gonna do, unless we're gonna do some sort of wacky news stories. I don't. Oh really yeah. Uh, well, Jeff, the wackiest news of the day was Jeff Bezos is going to space. Yeah, maybe. I'm convinced he's Lex Luthor. I mean, the richest man on the planet, and now he wants to go to space. I was like, sure, why not? I mean, if you were the richest man on Earth, I mean, if you had the means, would would you take all your winnings and uh, winnings, but I mean, like all your earnings and use it to build yourself a space capsule? Mm-hmm. I think I would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. So, yeah. yeah, Jeff Bezos. How, much, is, how many? How many movies do I get? How many movies? How many? <laughs> how how many much movies? stuff do I get to bring with me? How much? You know, all that stuff. <laughs> now. Going to think, space. I mean, you think he wants to come back? Yeah, everyone, that's the meme. It's like you're 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 leaving for good, right? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, he's coming back. <laughs> he's not going back to Planet yeah. Bezos from the, like the South Park episode, <clears throat> where the yeah, uh, Jeff no. Bezos is the Telosians from Star Trek. Meanwhile, by the way, where's my Captain Pike show? Damn it! Keep asking mm-hmm. that. It's like. Like, yeah, this new track is fine, but where's my Captain Pike show? Oh, well. Uh, think- where's my Dip Space Mine update? Uh, we did get the documentary. Did you ever watch that documentary? No. I yeah, was it, was, it was interesting. Uh, they did, like, a writer's room concept for the first episode of season eight, which we never got. But, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. And we're going to stay... They crowdfunded the fully crowdfunded the Voyager documentary they're doing also, so I'll watch that. Looking to see if we can get a that interesting. Here's here's an article from late March. Um let's see if we can find anything. Discovery two. No, we don't want Discovery. I don't know. I can't. There's too much, right? Blah 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 blah. And forget it. Okay. I suppose I, was, I reckon that'll do this week then. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we got much else. Anything else going on? Um, you know, yeah, what do you, you got? Next, anything plans for this weekend? I do have to go pick up my awards on Saturday. Oh, you you're actually getting a physical like. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm getting trophies. I'm getting hmm. physical trophies. Will there be like is this like a almost like a semi public event? It's kind of like a semi public event, but I may just pick up my rewards and go. Right, um, you don't want to stay. Um, well, for obvious reasons. it's it's at the it's at a forest preserve, and I'm kind of like oh, it's, it's an outdoor venue. Yeah, okay, and I get it, but there's kind of where I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't want to. Or it's it's not an indoor forest preserve. <laughs> Like not a biodome. Yeah, so, yeah, as opposed to the it's, indoor. It's not a yeah. biodome with Polly Shore. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, hey, <laughs> indoor but. forest preserve. I think that's our uh, title for this week. Yeah. So, like I said, it's there's a part of me where I'm just like, yeah, this seems like a bad idea, but okay, if they're going to be willing to. But yeah, there's that, and then I have Sunday Night Stories next week. Yeah, how's um, that going uh, on uh, Clubhouse? 
You know, we had our biggest crowd to date this past week, and it was really, really amazing. And we had about between 30 and 35 people in the room. And if we can continue to do that, we're pulling in pulling in presenters who want to present, and it's been a real blast. What time is that usually on Sundays? Uh, It would be 10.30 Eastern, 9.30 Central, 8.30 Mountain and seven thirty Pacific time. That PM. Yeah. Okay. PM. All right. And trust me, there's a part of me like, why should we make it red? Well, or make it different. You know, why don't you make it earlier or along those lines? Or it's like this is what I can do, and we have a good time with it. And we make it work. So. All right. That's what it is. Good. Like I said, yeah, I've got a got a game night this weekend, and then next week mm. I have to prepare because i'll be leaving i don't know if we're gonna do a sh- i could we could swing a show if it's like this i could uh we could record on monday and i could post it on tuesday and then wednesday i leave uh so we, yeah well, i suppose we can be back next week we could swing it but i just gotta get a little packing done and i'll be off to uh robocon in uh, louisville next weekend so I'll be there. But yeah, I got a game night this weekend. I don't know what we're doing. I did pre-order my uh, copy of the new uh, Transformers deck building game from Renegade Studios. That's coming by early September, I believe. Uh, but it's not like the old, not like this, this, they, this the game they've had, I think they launched in 2015 or 2016, where it was a collectible card game. This one's all in the box, like a deck building game. So there's no one card that's collectible that you can buy and you know that's a hundred bucks on ebay it's like the charizard card you know you can't uh you can't play that card and you're gonna win every time it's not like that it's all in the bix it's it's all in the box so it's all self-contained uh that's coming later this year so i'm looking forward to that uh but yeah i got a game night this week but that's it but uh that's it'll do ivan's in absentia this week it's been an hour and a half not heard from him hope everything's okay with him i'll uh Send him a note he, later. He, um, he got stuck in the restroom and he couldn't figure, and his and his zipper broke. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ivan's on Twitch.tv at Java and Ivan. Jeff is on Clubhouse and all the social media platforms at Dynamite Productions. We here at the Scrubs Roundtable we're on Instagram and Twitter. We're on YouTube and the usual podcast platforms: iTunes, Google, Spotify. Anchor.fm slash SOTRT and follow us on our Facebook page and email us at SOTRTpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. I think that's going to do it. And wow. You know, next time we'll probably, we'll see if we can add some. Uh, yeah, we'll talk some Loki. New... And you can yeah, talk, we'll talk the, Loki and, and the, uh, in the Heights. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, 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 maybe Ivan will be talking about some sort of me, me out. Boner, boing, I don't know. Um, yeah, well, well, we'll have that and a lot more. Again, thanks for everybody coming out. And, you know. Oh, by the way, what are we doing with that stupid intern, Edwin? Oh, he got, he's uh, he's homeless now. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, He's in Wendy's parking lot asking for handouts. Yeah, poor bastard. Yeah, well, speaking of poor bastards and handouts... <laughs> or we, we'll, we'll hand our way out of here, and y'all have a great week. <laughs>